Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn kicked off this week's episode of Raw and there was some murmurings on that there old internet this week that maybe Kevin Owens will get some lyrics over his entrance music soon. <laughs> so I wrote my own. Because here comes good old Kevin, he's looking for success in wrestling. Let's stop that right now. Also, hello my friends and welcome to Ups and Downs, the show where I, Simon Miller from What Culture, take my finger and wiggle it around the place and we decide whether we like wrestling or whether we want to hate it on this day. I'm going to let you in on a little bit of a secret. Just always like it. It's really easy. You can sit there and just go, ha, ha, ha. Isn't this silly? And then someone random turns up and goes, it is silly. And then you can feel all warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum. Let's up those downs. Because, yes, Kevin Sam was super-duper happy that they do get to take on Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa at Night of Champions. Because, of course, they have been screwed over by the head of the table. So now they can get some revenge. Thankfully, Sammy was also locked, you know... He does cheat a lot, that damn Mr. Reigns. I'm like, thank goodness for that. Sometimes we just totally ignore it. Always was just super amped up here as well, as Zayn was like, look, he's pushing the Usos too far. He's pushing this title reign too far. And also, he's a psychopath. That's like Sammy. He is a psychopath, but now he's going to find you and kill you. The point, though, is that he will never win these tag team championships. Come a bit closer. Don't tell anyone. But I kind of hope Roman Reigns does win. Like, it would be a terrible idea... Sometimes you want chaos and sometimes you just want to watch the world burn. And then you got super excited because you just knew that somebody was going to interrupt. It is the opening promo of Raw. And without that, the space-time continuum fails. And it was some of my favourites, the Judgment Day. Owens as ever was just the best because he was like, well, one, at least it's not the bloodline. I'm sick of those guys. And two, why are we even going to bother saying anything? Let's just fight. Damien Priest was well up for this. He was like, yeah, let's go. Zane had a different take, though, because he was all like, whoa, 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 let's all calm down. We don't have any beef here. When Finn Balor was like, oh, well, we're going to have some beef soon because we want to be the tag team champions. I mean, he didn't say that, but that was his point. And the reason this was so damn good is because do you know who took front and set the stage here? Rhea Ripley. I was like, man, make Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley the tag team champions. I'll do a dance. Sami Zayn then told Dominic to talk, but he couldn't get a word out because he gets so much. Much heat. It is absolutely fantastic. And eventually Kev got sick of this. He's like, look, this is a waste of all of our time. And of course they had a big brawl. Before that two KO even asked, can I punch him? Can I punch him? And Rhea was like, well, you better not. And this all ended when Sami Zayn chased them away with a chair. But given what happens at the end of the night, this was just the planting of those seeds and it's going to grow into a wonderful plant. And who doesn't like shrubbery? Everyone likes shrubbery. I like this a lot. Up. We also found out that later we are going to get Finn Balor and Damian Priest taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a non-title match. When I spied off into the crowd, 
and I saw a flipping sign. Now this one really made me laugh because it said, give me an up, baldy. Now, sometimes when I talk about this, you get those maniacs on the internet going, you don't know it was for you. There's lots of Simons in the world, which is fair. But if this one ain't for me, <laughs> something very weird has happened. So as usual, I put my hands together and I bowed to you just for being so damn awesome. It honestly just makes my day. I'll smile about it for hours. Bring it down, put a one on the up sign, and also you get a damn up. And I mean it too. You are lovely, jubbly people, and I appreciate it. When we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz. Why not? Now there's not much to say about this, and of course we did set it up last week, and it was basically Shinsuke going, I think I'm going to break your arm, The Miz, and The Miz going, well I don't want you to break my arm, so we kept going for the skull crushing finale, and totally missing. He did have a plan though, because he kind of mucked around with the ring skirting, which just confused everyone. He did hit the skull crushing finale, and the ref went one, the ref went two, and at the last second Nakamura got his foot on the ropes. I was like, <laughs> this is a pretty good match. It all led to Shinsei Nakamura hitting the big knee and getting the three. And given that rhymes, we must have done something right here. And we are definitely doing something with Shinsuke. I mean, it's hard to buy into it because so many times WWE has just given up. So I'm going to cross this hand. I'm going to cross this hand and make this noise. And hopefully that will manifest it into existence. Sound like a pig giving birth. I don't know how we got here giving it up. Adam Pearce was then telling Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, well, I'm very sorry, you cannot have your tag team title match this evening because Liv Morgan is injured. I think this may be legit, so I hope she's okay. WWE then went WWE as Rodriguez challenged Chelsea Green to a match. This was signed off quicker than a barber telling me I was a waste of a client. Now, actually, this was going to tie into something else later, which was also pretty good. As a small headline, all of this roar was pretty good. The only real issue is that Chelsea reacted to that by screaming. And imagine you did that in any other walk of life. I'm really sorry, man, but we've actually run out of apples. Ah! I also just want to send some quick love to Tozawa, because we saw Imperium walking in the back here, because Gunther has arrived on Raw. Tozawa saw them, just went, nope, and he walked off. That guy is so good. And one day, I hope he gets a mega push, mostly because he just totally gets it. And he makes me laugh. When we did a sit-down interview with Seth Rollins, we're getting super serious up in here. Corey Graves was the man asking the questions, and essentially we went all the way back to NXT in 2012, when Seth did indeed become the first ever NXT champion. So you can see what we're doing here. We are stirring the championship broth. Rollins then kept going on about how wrestling needs change and change is needed, which is why he did become the champion, which is why he did turn on the shield, because he has a nose that just goes, I can smell the scent of change. And whenever he does pick up on it, he will pull the trigger. Now this was broken up into two parts, so we'll get back to it later. But I thought this was a genius move by WWE, because we are just building more depth around Seth Rollins. And there ain't nothing wrong with that, because let's face it, he is one of the best people they have. This is when Gunther did make his big debut following the draft on Raw. And of course, Vinci and Kaiser are all like, oh, he's the greatest person ever. He's the ring general. But the Intercontinental Champion <laughs> decided to accept all of this while standing on Alan the announce table. And I was like, is that regal or do you just look a bit silly? I mean, imagine I did this. I would just like to tell everyone I am getting married. Hooray! Ain't nobody caring about what I have to say. They're just going, why is he on a chair? Still, Gunther is absolutely amazing as he basically talked about the fact that he had completed SmackDown. He was done with it. But ever since he turned up on Monday nights, he doesn't see any kind of challenger, which is why he has put together a battle royal to determine one. And you were not going to believe who won this as well. Now, in case you are watching me to get the information you haven't seen, I'm going to give you a few seconds. Boom, 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 boom. 
And if you said Mustafa Ali, well, you're probably Mustafa Ali, because he actually did it. Now, there's also a massive tease here, because when Riddle entered the Battle Royal, he flipped his flops into Gunther's face, and there was a bunch of other stuff in this evening. So while I'm sure Mustafa Ali does get absolutely murked at Night of Champions, when we come out the other side, it's probably going to be Gunther versus Riddle. Why not? Anyway, we did have Ali, we had Riddle, we had Bronson Reed, we had Ricochet, we had Dexter Loomis, we had Tozawa, who I guess found some courage. We had the Maximum Male Model, so I got pumped. We had the Alpha Academy. We had Johnny Gargano. We had Humberto Carrillo, who was just back from nowhere. We had Dolph Ziggler. We had JD McDonough in a very odd NXT debut. And of course, we had Baron Corbin who basically got eliminated instantly. And I swear, we better have a plan for Baron. He's really good. There was also some story stuff because Von Wagner was in this and he threw out Dolph. And as soon as that had happened, JD McDonough kicked the crap out of Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) This made me laugh. So I was like, yep, here we go again. You get called up from NXT and then you have to go through Ziggler. So Viking Raiders, Zion Quinn, Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin and Apollo Crews were also all in this. And for a while, the Viking Raiders went, wait a minute, we're going to go do some big men slapping man meet and get rid of people. When, of course, they also bumped into Otis. So we got double big men slapping man meet. Otis also got rid of Eric, so he won the man meet battle. And this is when I think Bronson Reed was like, wait a minute, I'm a huge dude. And he just started to chuck everybody out pretty good. During that, I noticed Elias was here, as was Riddick Moss, when all of a sudden he got thrown out by Riddle. I was like, man, I didn't even notice you. You've got to stop listening to Emma. Imperium, who were still at ringside, they went after Riddle, which allowed Bronson to get rid of him. So once again, as I said, I do think that's going to be our intercontinental title program and is going to tie into a six-man tag next week, which is when we got to our Professor Layton puzzle of the evening. How are we going to throw Bronson Reed out of this He's super duper large. Turned out the answer was to get on his shoulders and wiggle a little bit, which is exactly what Ricochet did. When Mustafa Ali clocked this and was like, I wonder if I hit them with a drop kick, if they'll fall to the floor. He did do this. (laughs) Yeah, Ali won. Can't lie. So pumped for the guy. I love it. Gunther was obviously super mad about this as all the fireworks and celebratory things did go off. And yeah, look, when we get to the pay-per-view premium live event, just give them 10 minutes. I don't care if Gunther does absolutely wreck this guy. But don't make it a squash. Otherwise, this was an entertaining battle royal that I have zoomed by. That is my job. Which is when Becky Lynch decided she had something to say. Makes sense. She quite literally teleported back onto Raw last week when she did kick Trish Stratus' ass and actually admitted to us, you know what, I've been going through some things. Struggling would be a better word for it, but she did put on a brave face when she reached out to Lita, who was awesome, and Trish, who was not so awesome. But I thought this was a really good message and one I shall repeat here. If you are struggling, make sure you always reach out for help. There's always someone that is going to assist you. As it turned out, though, Bex was actually super happy about this because Trish Stratus being a snake in the grass has lit a fire under her because now she realizes you have to fight for yourself in this damn world, especially if some people are going to take shots at your kid, (laughs) which actually is what Trish Stratus did. So life is all about going after these idiots. And while Stratus likes to think she still has it, she doesn't because it's the man who is the it factor now and ruling Monday Night Raw. And they're going to have a match at. Night of Champions. So I just thought this was really good. And especially when you do go through that premium live event, you look at the cards, like, I mean, it may be in Saudi Arabia, which is always an issue, but it should be damn good. Also, I really like Becky here. She smashed it up. We then had a nice wink, wink, nudge, nudge, because we cut to the back and Rhea Ripley was watching this, and that should be a future plan. When Kathy Kelly was all, oh, hi, Rhea, what's going on? She mostly wanted to know her thoughts about what Natalia had done last week. And after she said, look, Nat, you better stay out of my business, 
Natalia just walked into the shop. So one, she ignored this instantly. And two, she must have been hanging out just off camera because she got here double quick time. She also tried to pretend, oh, I was only there to help Dana Brooke, which was not true, which is when Rhea was like, look, you're already irrelevant. And if you keep coming after me, I will end your career forever. I was like, oh man, she's gonna murk you. So this is our first title feud for Rhea, and look, it's totally fine. I know that it's weird that all of a sudden Natalia is back, but just have Ripley absolutely run through her, get the one, two, three, and then build her and build her and build her, get to WrestleMania next year, do Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch, and do you know who wins? That's right, it's the nightmare, because 2023 is her year. We're all just here to witness it. Mustafa Ali was then just walking around fist bumping people because he is a positive Pete, which I do agree with, when he bumped into Imperium. Gunther also said, great work out there, but it's a shame you're going to travel halfway through the world just to be absolutely pulverized. When Mustafa Ali was like, or maybe I'll embarrass you and take your title. I never understand it why people say this. So you are saying that you winning a match (laughs) is embarrassing? You just insulted yourself. Gunther laughed this off, which actually made Mustafa pleased. He was like, oh, you're being positive. And as I've already said, I don't mind if Gunther smashes him, but just let them have a good match. And then we can move on to another feud. Sometimes it's just nice to have fresh things. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Bread. But also just break up the show, unless you watch it like this with your eyes closed, but that would be really weird. And all of a sudden, we were getting Xavier Woods versus Dominic Mysterio round two. And I searched my feelings and I realized, yeah, I want it. It also began when Dominic Mysterio walked to the ring with Rhea Ripley, just going, man, Xavier Woods, you're an absolute asshole. This actually turned out to be Judgment Day, because Xavier was about to win. He was going to hit this springboard elbow when Rhea pulled him out of the squared circle. She knocked him one. The ref didn't see. Put him back in. Dominic won with the most devastating women on all the spots. Entertainment, the surprise. Roll up. One, two, three. This is like watching your kids in a boxing match. I mean, don't put your kids in a boxing match, but I can't lose. They both rock. It also just worked so well to do this finish when Woods and Dom Dom are involved. And the heat that Mysterio gets, it's wonderful. So dip me down. There is a surprise roll-up counter, which does counter everything between AEW and WWE. As you can see, wrestling just loves this move. And I'm going to give it an up. 
especially because something else happens later. My word, I almost did a backflip. We then did get this video for JD McDonough, and I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. That's two plus two equals potato. Why didn't you air that before the Battle Royal? It would have made a lot more sense. He did, however, address the fact about why he attacked Dolph Ziggler, and he may as well have gone because everybody else does. Because again, you get born, you go to school, you go to NXT, (laughs) you fight Dolph Ziggler, and you die. But apparently it's because Dolph has done everything. So if he beats him, he has then done everything. He didn't say that, but that's what I'm going with. Which is when I died. Died! Because after only one week, when Veer did tell us he was coming to Raw, likely with a sore penis, he actually debuted. So it only took seven days. Craig David must be proud. He was, of course, tagging with Sanger too, as Indusheer, who do have Jinder Mahal as a manager. And they just took on these two guys. I think their name was mentioned once, but it went one in here and out the other one. And I think they got beaten around about 8.2 seconds. Paul afterwards also said that their story will be written in gold. And I'm like, that's not a thing. But look, here's the deal. It's exactly what you should do. We are clearly trying to get them over as like, oh my gosh, they're such a good tag team. So have them win a bunch of squash matches, then have them beat someone that's got more credibility. And then they can go after the tag team title. Doesn't matter if they win, doesn't matter if they lose. Just tell me a story, damn it. Or I'm just so pleased to see Veer. I had him down for 2062. We smashed it quick. I'm going to give it an up. When we did indeed set up Imperium versus Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and a mystery partner for next week. This is after they confronted each other in the back and Gunther was all like, I feel disrespected about what you did to my boys. When Kevin was like, why do you feel disrespected? They got in our face. Owens was so good here too. If you look at Gunther's face, you can see him laughing. Because KO can just break anyone. And yeah, given what is going to happen later and what's already happened, if the third person isn't Matthew Riddle... Well, I must have been watching a completely different show, but I wasn't. I know Raw at the back of my hand. When it was Cody Rhodes time and I don't even care anymore. It's got to the point that as soon as we hear, whoa, I know something important is coming. And it was totally correct. Because he has just become a tippity top guy. And he was all like, oh my gosh, look what arena we're in. This is where the first Starcade was held. Not that Brock Lesnar would know that because he's not here this evening. I was like, I don't get how those two things tie in. Brock could just go and Google it. Rhodes then told the story of the scorpion and the frog, and the long and the short of it is that they help each other before the scorpion turns around and he stings the frog. When the frog is like, why did you do that? He goes, that's a scorpion. That's just what I do. This sums up Lesnar as well because he is a hunter, but that's why Cody had just one question for him. How's your face? Now, of context, that is a very strange question, but in context... Shots fired. Because when Brock does look in the mirror today, he will see all these scars and he will see all these staples. But when Cody looks in the mirror, he will see the guy that put them there. I was like, I didn't know Cody Rhodes was an EMT. And how nice was it, even after they had a little fighty fight, that he went and stitched Brock Lesnar up. What a dude. The point is, Lesnar has been on top of the par for ages because he is the best, but we got to Backlash. What happened? He got beaten. He lost because a wrestler gave him a pro wrestling move. So that's not a fluke. That's not a mistake. He used his brain. I was actually like, you know what? Cody is 100% correct. We've got to stop acting like this. This all comes down to who's going to be the next big thing on Raw, which of course is a name that Brock Lesnar ran with for years. But let's get rid of the other ones and let's just focus on next, which is when Goldberg came out. Of course he didn't. Instead, what is next is Brock Lesnar stepping away as Cody Rhodes gets to the top of the mountain. I was just clapping. He better be the champion soon. I need it. Also, this feud rocks. So it's absolutely an up for the American Nightmare. And he is just one of my favorite wrestlers right now. He has these magic powers where he just makes you care. 
what I'm doing here, Scary Fingers, Scott Hall, but that really is what wrestling is all about. We were backstage with Zoe Stark after this, who was definitely wearing a Nintendo Switch jacket, and she was just going, <laughs> Nikki Cross, who was sat on a box-like structure all sad, I beat you last week, don't you suck. That was quite mean. And then it got even stranger though, because Candice LeRae then walked in, and she was defending Cross. What? I mean, did I miss something? Because the last time I saw Nikki Cross and Candice LeRae together, Candice was also going, would you stop looking at me, Nikki? You're a little bit weird, and you're making me feel uncomfortable right now. This is not socially acceptable. It also ended with Candice challenging Zoe for a match next week in a, like, defend the honor of Nikki Cross match. Now, look, I'm a stupid idiot, right? I'm a moron. I make mistakes all the time. But when did this all come together? Did I miss something? I have no idea. Because I'm a massive nerd. I'm giving it a down. You can tell any story that you want, but don't jump 42 pages. And then Raquel Rodriguez beat Chelsea Green in three minutes. Okay. I really do like this green Sonya Deville pairing though, because they just make me laugh. But yeah, eventually Raquel was able to hit her with the bomb of power. One, two, three. And it did kind of make her look like a badass because there was two of these fools and she was just one. I was kind of tempted to leave this as well because it basically was just there, but we actually had an angle afterwards, which I enjoyed muchly. Now it did absolutely crack me up because when Raquel Rodriguez was celebrating at the entranceway, all of a sudden, Ronda Rousey returned to WWE and flew in with this like Kung Fu kick. Where did she come from? You gotta see it, it's hilarious. Serena Baszler was here too and they just absolutely wrecked Raquel. And their whole point was, look, you're gonna have to defend those tag team titles whether you like it or not, whether you have Liv Morgan or not. And if you don't, this is what's gonna happen to you every single week. So I essentially imagine that Rousey has been cleared and now we're going back to the WrestleMania plan, but that is totally fine. And if you wanna make Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler the women's tag team champions, who is going to complain? I mean, all I actually need is such a low bar of expectation is for these championships to feature on the show and not be forgotten about. But you can blame WW for that one because often they go, ha ha, we forgot again. But mostly I like angles and I like stories and I like narratives. That was all of this up when Paul Heyman <laughs> was on Raw. And this is absurd. This is ridiculous. This is preposterous. This is ludicrous. This is stupid. And this is silly because do not forget he was only drafted to SmackDown as an exclusive talent about a week ago. Now he's just hanging out on Monday nights. He was on the phone to Roman Reigns after he had shaken Gunther's hand and he had a sticker on his phone <laughs> that said visitors pass. I was laughing again. I was like, this is such a lowbrow way to get around it. But because of that, it was the best thing on the show. It's also just one of those rare times where I'm glad that WWE is turning their back on their stipulations. So they didn't want a draft to begin with. I don't think we need the brand split. So if you need to come up with dumb things like this, just do it. I want Paul Heyman on Raw, because as you're about to see, it all ties in. Before we did get to our main event though, we did have part two of this Seth Rollins interview. I really liked it. It was basically once again telling us how great Rollins has been and how great he is right now. And Seth said a huge reason for this is because he's having fun and his hands are off the wheel. Like, is that fun to take your hands off the wheel? Surely when you do that, you crash and burn. Seth also mentioned the connection between him and the fan base right now and how it's not forced and how before maybe it was him that instigated change, whereas this time it is the fans, which makes all of this better. And essentially, they just like singing his song. Because he does want to keep changing the industry and pushing things forward, though, he is going to win this World Heavyweight Championship and do just that. And I'm repeating myself now, but this is the right thing to do. Who deserves it more than Seth Rollins? And if you do give him that title, he will get his edge back. 
I'm not talking about Adam Copeland. We're also going to get a part three to this, which will be super interesting because the question was, well, what do you think about Roman Reigns? So something is definitely happening here. But yeah, honestly, this was a great use of Seth on this evening. Give it in now. We also got a quick video package for Apollo Crews, so let's keep everything crossed that we actually stick to it this time and give him a push when we got to our main event, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn taking on the Judgment Day in a non-title match. Now, the best thing about this is that it had more story. I mean, as soon as Finn Balor started to lose, he was like, Dom Dom, Rhea Ripley, come to the ring, which they did. But as soon as Dominic interfered, the ref was like, I saw that, you absolute goober. Now you've got to leave. And when he was leaving, Xavier Woods beat him up too. And you would do that. If you had been screwed over early in the night and you saw your opportunity, you would take it. So all of this was joyful. This is when Paul Heyman came out as well. So I was like, it's the like Attitude Era madness. And Damien Priest was a big fan of this. He was like, all right, it's Paul Heyman. Which is when Sami Zayn got in there and he hit the least devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the Blue Thunderbomb. And of course, it only got a two. Now, shout out to the people on the internet that go, he beat AJ Styles once with the Blue Thunderbomb. Yeah, really good argument. The whole thing then got even more nuts because Imperium showed up. And once again, Gunther was just the main event player throughout this evening. And it rocked. And of course, they caused distraction just by being there. Because you know the deal with a pro wrestler. If you're having a match, <laughs> there's just another human being in vicinity. You don't know what's going on and you start looking at them. Gunther and friends were then causing even more chaos. So Kevin Owens got out of the ring and he pushed the Intercontinental Champion. Which is when Damien Priest grabbed him, gave him a choke slam into the ring apron. When Sami Zayn flew out and he hit Damo with a dive. But wait a minute. The ring apron... Hang on. So what is the deal with the ring apron? I mean, is it a ring? Is it an apron? I've been in a lot of kitchens and I've never seen anyone wearing one of these. Have you? Why? Why is it the hardest part of the ring? They're like, sneak some extra wood in there? They'd be like, oh, they'll never know. Imperium just kept on being super dicks, though, especially after Sammy had hit the halluva kick because he had the one, two, three. But because Vinci and Lukvid were going, hey, hey, look over here, referee. He didn't see it. And they got screwed. Then got even worse because when Zayn went for another one, Gunther did indeed hold his foot. And that caused so many problems. Finn Balor was like, well, I know what I'm going to do. He got involved. He hit the Coupe de Gras. And the Judgment Day pinned the Tag Team Champions. Which says to me, they probably deserve at some point down the line a Tag Team title match. Paul Heyman acted like he won the lottery when this happened as well. And look at the amount of stuff we did here. I mean, we have challenges for the Intercontinental title. We have challenges for the Tag Team title. We have a story going over, over Raw and SmackDown, which is ludicrous, but I still enjoy it. This was such a well put together main event. I was genuinely impressed. It was smart. It was genius. I'm going to stop doing this with my arm. Up. Which did indeed bring us to the end of Raw as well. And again, I thought this was so damn good. It feels like we have a plan and we're going to execute it. And surprise, surprise, that makes for very good television. Up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of Raw and click one of the videos on the screen and make sure you watch all the ups and downs videos to make me happy most of all. Like the video, share the video and subscribe. Go to whatculture.com, follow us on social media at whatculturewwe and Simon Miller 316 But ultimately, just have a lovely day. I'm going to wrap this up because this video has been way too long. A lot happened on Raw. See you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.